What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely got to tell you, lovely Kenston, North Carolina, <laughs> but it got a lot better when uh, my Wednesday guest walked in looking all sharp. I, dude, well, what's going on today, man? I mean, and I don't mind. The, let me let me clearly say this as I'm introducing Mike Martin, Kenston's renaissance man, Michael Martin. Last couple of weeks, you know, you've had uh, the, the relaxed clothing on, but dude, look at you today with your, it's, uh, with your uh, coat on and the bow tie and the... It's Ash Wednesday. Uh, okay. Last night, I was asked if I would uh, serve communion at tonight's uh, Ash Wednesday service. So, but that's tonight. I mean, well, buddy, hours and hours and hours away. Right, from but it, I leave here and I go to work. Oh. And uh, well, I leave here and I go to uh, my annual Valentine's breakfast heart-shaped biscuit breakfast with lily grace oh and then i'll go to work and uh i'll have to leave work a few minutes early to be at the service at 6 p.m so there's really no time to to go back by and and uh have a wardrobe change so have a you, wardrobe just, change. you just well, you look nice it. thank Sincerely. you man. thank you i appreciate I it went to go get me some water as i do uh, before the show starts and uh, you were walking up the driveway i had to do a double take i was like who I is made, that good looking man coming up my driveway i made him thirsty <laughs> <laughs> well all about all that but dude you look nice dude you look very thanks, nice thanks my man thanks oh uh, but that voice that's uh Kenson's renaissance man uh mike martin man we've got a lot to talk about oh cool. wow and yeah. as you do you have set up our guest for the second hour today and uh, now he's making his return now we've had jj smith on before uh we right. had him on uh, uh he and one of his partners in crime at uh, the carteret county news times carolina coast online.com were uh i guess they're still doing their podcast aren't yeah, they? I think so. yeah i think so yeah i think so we'll talk to him about that but he'll be joining us in our second hour and on top of that too uh not just jj uh, from the carteret county news times carolina coast online.com but uh, the head coach of the 15 and 8, 9 and 1 Coastal Plains 1A, 2A uh, champion, East Carteret Mariners, uh, Daniel Griffey, yep. will be yep. joining us. So both of them on our Spence Automotive Guest Line by the miracle of, uh, of technology, of, of 2024 technology. We'll be calling both of them and having them here on the show with us. Uh, so this is and something else too and we've got a lot to get into here because i want to go through uh our monologue we had some big games last night some big high school games north north south north played last night but before we get into all that you were telling me on the phone yesterday uh and, and i had forgotten about yeah this, yeah so uh, yesterday the, yeah, the yeah, anniversary yeah yesterday was the the second anniversary of you know i i uh uh a high school classmate of mine, Courtney Wade, who is the fire chief in Moorhead City. Um, I saw him on the news this morning. He said, you know, 9-11 will be something that, you know, 
nationally will be remembered forever. And and this is something that will be regionally remembered forever. Uh, February uh, 13th, um, 2022, uh, a, a plane coming from the Hyde County area uh, traveling back to Beaufort after a, uh, a weekend duck hunting trip um, tragically crashed, uh, killing the pilot and his son, um, uh, Teen and Jeffrey Rawls, who are from Greenville, but, um, but what hit the Down East community is uh, it, it was a plane that was owned by a gentleman named Hunter Parks, um, and Hunter and his longtime girlfriend, Stephanie Fulcher, Stephanie's son, Cole McKinnis, uh, Jake Taylor, uh, Noah Styron, um, Daly, um, Shepard, and, um, and, and Noah Styron, uh, four young men that would have been, uh, seniors this year at East Carteret High School. Uh, they were all tragically killed in, um, and just, I mean, there's no other way to describe it, a, a, a tragedy and, you know, in a region, you know, we talk about down east and, and hopefully, you know, JJ is from the community of Stacy, which is uh, a, t- a community or two over from where I grew up. Um, you know, it, it, it's hard to really describe the the connection um, and and the, the, the insulation. Um, it's an insulated community. I mean, you're... You know, I grew up 45 minutes away from the closest stoplight, from the closest fast food restaurant. Wow. Um, you know, and, and so it, it, it's a community that is so interdependent. And, um, you know, my mom, um, my mom taught the, the parents of three of the kids, uh, you know, and, 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 and she taught the Stephanie, the, the, the lady that, that was killed. And, um, you know, it, it, everything is so intertwined and intermingled down there. And, and it's a, and it's a fabric that's so tightly woven that, you know, it's hard to get in to that community, to be it, to be welcomed and, and integrated into that community. But, it's so tightly woven that once you become a part of that community, you never, you never are no longer part of that. And and so it it was an an incredible tragedy because, you know, there were four young men who were really, really great kids. I mean, uh, Jake, I think had gotten his Eagle Scout, but I mean, um, just daily, Daly was a kid who, you know, building boats and he was, I mean, model boats and he, he was just such a talented kid. Uh, you know, Noah, um, he, uh, he, he loved engines and, you know, commercial fishing. And I mean, there are stories about him, you know, souping up a lawnmower and doing, you know, neat things and, and coal, you know, a kid who, who loved history and, um, and, and, and 
weapons and you know weapons throughout history and wars and things like that yeah just such unique young men who were so involved in their community and involved in their families and things like that and you know that's a quarter probably of the their class in school you know because they went to atlantic elementary school and i guess probably down east middle school but you know, it, it was probably a quarter or a fifth of that class. And and it and and as I've described it, it's a generational impact because those shoes aren't filled by the next class that comes along because that's just not how how that part of the world exists. And and so um Thanks for letting me no, 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 no. share Absolutely. a little bit about Absolutely. that, and um, and and I'm sure if if the time permits that uh, that JJ can probably add more um, and more eloquently, but um, but yeah, no, it's uh, and, and then for today be to be Ash Wednesday, and the meaning of Ash Wednesday is um, is you know your mortality. I mean, this is the day that recognizes your mortality. It's ashes to ashes and dust to dust. And is that what you're wearing right there on your lapel? No, that's just, uh, no, that's, that's just, I didn't uh, know. Dude, I, uh, you're good, right? yeah. I'm, I'm a Southern uh, Baptist. We don't, <laughs> you know, or I was, you know, I we'll, guess I'm a fallen away Southern Baptist. We'll smear yeah. ashes on you too. But, yeah. um, but no, you know, it, 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 and, and that part of the world is, is experienced a lot of tragedy. Um, you know, I, the number of men, fathers, brothers, uncles who've passed away in the commercial fishing industry due to accidents and things like that, and um, and and so it's um. But yesterday was, I I, I posted on social media yesterday that that people want to tell you that time heals all wounds, and that's just not true. Time creates distance. Mm-hmm. And that distance allows you to realize, hey, the sun came up again today. And it gives you the opportunity to share the impact of the people that you love to the rest of the world. And and that's what time gives you. Time gives you distance. And and it gives you the opportunity to, um, to, to understand so, uh, so anyway. no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, I did, I got so into talking about how good you look. I didn't even tell everybody today is hump day. It's uh, February hey the 14th and the year of the Lord 2024 is Valentine's day. It's episode. This is episode 1023 of the Brian Hank show presented by Lenore community college. Uh, my co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they will be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. But again, uh, here in our first hour, actually for both hours today, Mike Martin and then uh, J.J. Smith from uh, the Carteret County News Times. And then the head coach of the East Carteret Mariners will be joining us also in the second hour. So pretty excited about that. Uh, man, a lot to go through here. Uh, first off, man, I mean, the obvious thing, check us out. Uh, that was what was sitting in my seat when I got up this morning. That's uh, solid. That's solid. A card and then a big old Reese's uh, heart. Which I don't know if you know me or not, but I love me some Reese's cups. Okay, I mean that's that's they're they're uh, a pretty popular uh, <laughs> snack around my house as well. In fact, let me let me say yes. 
Happy Valentine's Day to my beautiful wife, Michaela, our lovely daughter, Lily Grace, and our daughter, Bella. So uh, I've always thought it's neat that uh, when you met her, did you know you were going to marry her because Michael and Michaela? That's just kind of, that'd be one, like Brian letter, and Brianna meeting each one other. One letter you know? apart, one letter apart. <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I jokingly say that I'm sure when I fill out government documents that, that when they receive them, they're probably like, right yeah his beneficiary is his name with an a (laughs) (laughs) dude that is valentine's day i want to know how'd you guys meet uh we worked at a restaurant together and um i uh i got i gave her my number because she did the schedule now how long ago is this sent me a window here golly uh 12 12 years No, no 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 It would be 10 and a half, roughly, years ago. October would be 11. Wow. Fairly sure. Um, But. What did you think? First time you laid eyes on Michaela, what's the first thing you thought? Fire. Fire. She's a good-looking lady. (laughs) Much better than I deserve. But, um, so, we worked at the restaurant together. She made the schedule. Um, I gave her my number so she could text me the schedule, which was. Yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, I was I was going to get the schedule. She didn't need to yeah. send it to me. Yeah. But, uh, but no, yeah, she's amazing. And um, and, and <laughs> I'm the worst. She will say that I'm the worst gift giver. Like, I, I don't do, I, like, I'm a person that if I find something that I want to give you, I'm going to give it to you when I find it. Like, I don't keep it for a Valentine's Day or but um, but I just I don't do a good job. I don't do nearly the job that she deserves in terms of 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 giving and doing for her. Not nearly the way she gives and does for for me. So uh, this is a way for me to on Kenston Lenore County's most listened to morning the show, the number one show in the Kenston Lenore County. Yes, go ahead. Share with <laughs> all of our listeners. Uh, how miserably I fail at um, doing wonderful things for my wife, but it's not because I don't love her, because I do with every ounce of my being. So let's talk She's sports. Well, well, I was going to tell you about. Uh, I'm the opposite of you, I think. Uh, or yeah, I'm like I can hold off on. Like she wanted me to open that this morning. I'm like no, we're having a, an early uh, Valentine's Day dinner slash late lunch today to celebrate. We were in Greenville last week. And uh, we went to a Hallmark store for something, and she's become, I guess, you know those Pandora bracelets? Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I don't know that much about that. So uh, she found, and I was like, you know what? Pick out a couple of charms you like. Because we bought, on our honeymoon, I got her one down in uh, in uh, the Bahamas at, uh, I don't even remember which stop we were at on the cruise but i got her one with a couple of charms on it there so i let her pick out a couple but i didn't give them to her then oh. uh, and i said forget that you got this which of course she's probably listening right now too but i was like uh because this is your valentine's day present and so she probably didn't forget you don't think so i mean it's your honeymoon bro yeah but i'm talking about no the new charms that i, I bought her a couple oh. of new charms last week uh but i told her Oh, uh, hey, uh, forget about this. I, this is going to be your gift. And I'm getting her something else, too. But Of course uh, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you are. I'm a lucky man, just like you. Uh, no we doubt. we far out kicked our coverage. Man. No doubt about it in every way possible. There you go. Okay. Uh, underdog Fantasy, let me tell you about that. Have you signed up yet? 
I'm not. Ah, Mike, come on, dude. Promo code Hanks. Go to. I'm giving you a free $100 matching up to your initial deposit. Okay. <laughs> well, it's not. I'm not giving it. To I you love the. Uh, I love the free $100. They, we talked about this during the Super Bowl, the party I was at. Like, is it really? Well, yeah, because you if you deposit up to $100, they match you up to $100, but you got to use a promo code Hanks. But that also gives H-A-N-K-S. you H-A-N-K-S. That also gives you some insight as to what the odds of you winning are. I'll say this, dude, and I have tried to be as honest as possible with this with uh, listeners uh, because, I mean, yeah, I'm shilling for underdog fantasy, but, but I'm having fun with it. I really am. I won last night. There you go. I did a... Uh, you can pick between two and five uh, players of whether they're going to go higher or lower on something. And I won last night, but I've got, I've, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, your boy did really bad on Super Bowl Sunday, okay? I mean, uh, I really did. Uh, I, uh, I won one. Yeah, big ouchie. I think I played eight different, you know, little games or whatever with a higher and lower thing. I won one of them, uh, Mike Martin. So, yeah, but I, I'm building back up uh, what I had gotten all the way down to zero. And I was like, you know what? Am I going to deposit more? Well, let me play this one more time. And doggone, if I didn't, uh, hit. I, I've hit now twice. I won my final one on Super Bowl Sunday. I won last night. Uh, I actually, I did a Harrison Barnes, uh, you know, former Carolina player, and a, a Grayson Allen, and won both of them, and uh, I got both of them. So uh, I think I'm back up to a buck twenty-five right now. So nice. Yeah. So I'm having fun with it. And listen, you can too. Uh, go to UnderdogFantasy.com. Uh, use promo code Hanks. And you will be in your initial deposit. You'll be matched up to a hundred dollars, and it is a lot of fun. So uh, check that out. Hey, don't forget registration is open for the W. Have you signed up for this yet? The WRNS St. Jude Golf Classic. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I need okay, to get good. with Jason to make sure that I'm that I'm in. But um, Saturday, he March told 9th. me I yep. had a spot, so I take for granted that it's still there. Oh, sweet! So, Saturday, yeah. March ninth at Cutter Creek. Uh, I don't have to tell you how important St. Jude is. Uh, it is. It's a, a very important thing to young uh, to kids and their families. You don't have to pay for any of the medical bills uh, when you go there in Memphis. Uh, but go to WRNS.com, click on the golf tournament logo, and you can register there. And, again, uh, there he's looking for sponsors, too. It's not just golfers, but sponsors, too. Uh, but Saturday, March 9th at Cutter Creek. Uh, man, I, usually – well, let me hit LCC real quick. Uh, they are – uh, the men's basketball team, 12 and 10 overall, 10 and 7 in Region 10. Uh, they play their final two home games of the regular season this week. And it begins tomorrow night with Johnston Community College at 6 o'clock. And then they play Central Carolina Community College Sunday at 2. That'll be sophomore day. Not a lot of sophomores on the team, though. I think there's only one, in fact. But uh, two, uh, I think, very winnable games. Like I said, they're 12 and 10. They're 10 and 7. They're jockeying for uh, Region 10 uh, playoff position right now. The Lancers beat uh, Johnston uh, back on November 16th, 113 to 93. I uh, believe we were at that. Or no, no, no. That was in Johnston County. Yeah. So, no, my bad, my bad. And then uh, Central Carolina Community College, uh, they beat them 84 82 on November 10th. Both those wins on the road. So, I really think they've got a good chance to do that. Then they're going to play three road games to end the 23-24 regular season at Guilford Tech, at Cleveland Community College, and then on February 28th, what, two weeks from today, at Pitt Community College. And then we'll have the Region 10 tournament after that. And, again, in just full disclosure, I'm not going to be able to be at either game. I'm not. Tomorrow night uh, is Kenston Senior Night. 
So I got to be, obviously, I got to sure. be there for that to announce sure. that. And then your boy's going to Indianapolis this weekend for there the All Star game. There you Woo. go. Well, actually, not for the All Star game. I'm going to go see uh, Winston Salem State play uh, Virginia Union, uh, but it's part of the HBCU Classic as part of uh, the. Uh, uh, all-star festivities. Also, thank you, all-star festivities. But we are going to uh, Takima, Coach Parson, nice. me. There's a little group of us, probably about, I don't even know, 10 to 12 of us all together. Dude, we're going to go to uh, the Rising Stars game. Oh, that's, yeah, that's going to be Webb fun. And Yama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to see him. We're going to, uh, I believe we're going to the dunk contest, too, the dunk and three-point shot contest. Uh, we're going to get to see practice. We're, now, I'm not staying for Sunday's game. Because I'm, I'm flying back on Sunday for the, uh, before the All-Star game. If Brandon had made the game, we were going to stay. But I've decided, you know, Brandon yeah. Inger, he didn't get selected for the All-Star game. So he I'm has to be by. like. He's on the border. The, the snub of all snubs. Well, I mean. here's what gets me, dude. I, I'm going to go ahead and call it right now. So when you're on the show next week, we can both shake our heads. There's probably going to be another injury or two between now and then, and my gut is he's probably going to get caught up. But I've already made my flight and all, or made my flight plans and all that, and I guess it's too late now to adjust it. So, have uh, you been to Indianapolis before? I have not, uh, and I, I have been to, you know, I mean, dude, I've been everywhere. You're well traveled. I've never been to Indianapolis, dude. I, I tell will me tell about if you get the opportunity, uh, two consecutive years. Um, we spent the night in Indianapolis on our way out to, uh, Iowa. And if you get the opportunity, you've got to go to St. Elmo's Steakhouse. St. Elmo's Steakhouse. It is. I mean, it, it's on every, you know, food network, travel channel, a top 10 steakhouses in the country. Okay. And should you get to go, you have to try the, uh, shrimp cocktail. Okay. It is the spiciest uh, cocktail sauce I've Brian ever tasted. Brian doesn't do well with spicy, though, dude. Well, it's mean. not. I mean, like, but you got to try it. So. Okay. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll should the opportunity present itself, okay. you got to go. Well, I don't think we have dinner plans for Friday. I really don't. So, I mean, that uh, might be. Uh, now, given that, because we. St. Elmo's. Yeah. So, Memorial Day is the Indianapolis 500. Mm-hmm. And so, in fact, I, I, I met Dave Portnoy at, oh, um, wow. at, okay. at St. Elmo's. Um several years ago but um but yeah if you and honestly i didn't know who he was <laughs> i posted and everybody's like oh my god barstool barstool yeah. i was like i didn't know but um was he a good guy super nice guy okay super nice and I've i heard mean that about him and, and and given his persona on the radio i really you know i was a little bit shocked but no super nice guy and very approachable but um but it, we haven't, we weren't able to go back the second year because it's the Indy 500 and Indianapolis is crazy. So it might be tough to get in there with the All Star with weekend. the All Star yeah. weekend. But if the opportunity presents itself, you should definitely check that out. I will. I will try to remember that. I'll just think Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. No, Saint Elmo's. Elmo's. Yeah, 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 yeah. See what I did there. That I did. I did. But, uh, yeah, so I'm not going to be able to go to either one of the games. So I pretty much I've, I'm locked in. I want to go to the Pitt game on February 28th at Pitt Community College. That's a regular season finale. Uh, what day is that? Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, two weeks from today. Well, hey, look, hi. I would, I've never been You ride with me, game. right? Heck, yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. My ride or die, Brian. There you go, <laughs> dude. I love it. But uh, good luck to the Lancers, like I said, tomorrow night and then on Sunday. <laughs> 
and then three more games after that. LCC Baseball, 4-0. and oh. And, they, of course, it happened as we're going off the air yesterday. Uh, they announced they're moving. they moved yesterday's game to today at Lewisburg. Uh, so I was at saying Lewisburg. the whole show. Yeah, it's you. at Lewisburg uh, today at 3 o'clock. And, again, like I said, it, it came across, I think it came across like at uh, 8.58 a.m. yesterday. I'm like, man, I almost wanted to call Jason and say, hey, man, can I jump back on the air for a second yeah. to uh, change that? But it is what it is. Uh, but uh, they are 4-0. They're playing really good baseball right now. They open Region 10 play this weekend at home versus Richard Bland College. Uh, there will be a doubleheader at home Saturday beginning at noon. And then a travel. they travel to Petersburg, Virginia for a single game against uh, – I don't know Richard Bland's mascot. We'll say the Blanders. How's the that? Blanders. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed going to opening day with you and, and seeing Coach Witt. Coach Witt, how cool was that? And and I tell you, uh, my my East Carteret uh, stud out there, Jacob Nelson. He uh, he's well. He started all, the first three games because uh, I went out Saturday to the doubleheader oh, for cool. for a bit and uh DH the first two games played third in uh the third game and his first two games at LCC he uh took it off the wall in left field and, and that's a long field too and, at and LCC look, and, and coach Witt did not know my connection to him Brian can vouch for this yeah. and, and Jacob number 38 for our uh our Lancers is coming to the plate and coach Witt says that's a big boy right there. Yes, Where did they find did. him? <laughs> yes, he did. By the way, I don't know. Did you get to hear my interview with uh, Cliff Godwin yesterday? I did not. You, did, did not. you like how I point at his cardboard yeah, cutout well, I mean, over he's, here? He's with us. <laughs> he is with us. I love him, man. He's so awesome. He's so gracious and generous and all that. But he and I talked about Coach Witt for Gosh. a solid three or four minutes yesterday, and he was just talking about the impact that Coach Witt's had on him and just the hundreds of, uh, as Coach Witt would call them, the hundreds of his boys that have, uh, you know, have either played for him or he's mentored. And, man, just awesome, man. Yeah. I love Coach Witt. But that was – it was really neat. That, that man's 88 years old. Tough. Mike, tough. He's 88 years old, well, dude. I was I was walking through the concourse. Yeah, and, you found and, him. That's right. And he was walking up, and I was like, Coach, Coach, come on. And I, <laughs> yeah, I gave him my chair because you, you don't uh, – Oh, yeah. yeah. But, no, he is – He's tough. I mean, well, here's what I liked what Cliff said, who is, by the way, you know, the head coach of the 11th ranked ECU Pirates and has done so many great things over in Greenville. He said that Coach Witt has forgotten more about baseball than he'll ever know. And for, and for, you know, Coach Godwin to say that, I thought that's pretty complimentary. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I mean, yeah, you and I were sitting there with him um, and and, and, watching him call pitches before they're thrown yep. and yeah he's like yeah that, it was it, it's awesome and and i've been f- very fortunate to to be around him a fair amount not nearly as much as you have but any opportunity that i get to oh yeah to soak spend it up a moment with him yep. yeah because at 88 you don't know how many more opportunities you'll have even though he is Kyle Dude, I think he's going to be around long after you and so. I are gone. Man. I, I hope mean, so. he is. He's just an amazing man. No doubt. Uh, LCC, or we're talking about LCC baseball, ECU men's basketball. Uh, they are at home versus Wichita State tomorrow at 7. Another game. I have season tickets. You want my tickets for tomorrow night? Dude. Maybe. And uh, they're at home against Tulane Sunday at 2. 
Dude, if you want them, you got them. <laughs> you know, I guess we're, we're working this out on the air here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if Mike doesn't want them and you want them, dear listener, hook up or uh, you let me know and I'll let you know if Mike took them or not. But, but dude, I even got the two meal passes and everything. So you can get there Dang. early. Yeah. Dang. So that's what happens when you hang out with Danny Rice, man. Right. He, you know, hey, look, he carries, he's, he carries a lot of weight. <laughs> he really does, man. But uh, see, I'm being very serious. This isn't just a, a bit. If you yeah. want them, you've got them tomorrow night. Thanks, uh, brother against uh wichita state which is a very they are, they won at wichita yeah, state yeah, earlier this year so very winnable game there and i think tulane will be a pretty good game too but uh they're 12 and 12 overall they're five and six in the american the ecu women's basketball team man you talk about just and we're going to talk about ecu softball here in a second but man the women's basketball team 14 and 8 overall seven and four in the american they're in fourth place in the american conference but only one game out of first place. So one through, I think it's like one through five are all separated by a game and a half. So. And, and I mean, that that's a team that made the uh, NCAA tournament last year. Yep, so. absolutely. And I think they've got an opportunity to do it too. i tell you what, man, I don't know if you've had a chance to see them, but I've called a, uh, three of their games this year and I've seen another game on top of that too. So I've, I can say I've seen my share of uh, EC women's basketball this year. Danae McNeil is amazing. She's amazing. They had a game earlier this year. It was a loss, but they only scored 40 points as a team. She scored 25 of their 40 wow. points. The other day, uh, the win against uh, my alma mater, Charlotte, uh, that I called, They uh, she only had eight points through three quarters. and But they were pretty comfortable. They ended up winning the game, but she scores 12 in the fourth quarter. And I wish I had her numbers right here in front of me. I've already deleted out of my account here or my monologue here. But, dude, it was insane, Mike. It was something like 20 points. Nine rebounds, stuffed, five blocks, the box. five blocks, six assists, three steals, something like that. And I know I'm not far off there. She didn't have a double-double, but, I mean, it was just insane. I mean, she does a little bit of everything, and she, awesome. she's so good. She's so good. I can see her playing professionally, and I'm not talking about overseas. I'm talking about she could be in the WNBA. She's that good. She's going to be first-team uh, All-AAC this year. And then on top of it, too, last year's freshman of the year, from Farmville Central, Amaya Joiner, they call her Mai Mai. Uh, she had 24 points the other night. She's somebody, and I'm not denigrating her or anything, but she just, she, you've seen these players that, that turn it on and have, you know, they, they're not on all the time. I mean, because right. she's had her 6.8 re, rebound games, and then the other day she has a 24.13 rebound game because she got fired up because they were talking junk to her on the other team, and, somehow lit a fire under her i wish she would play like that all the time that's my own and i you know and i'm sure it's going to get back to my people in farmville that (laughs) i'm taking shots at her i'm really not i'm just i she was a freshman of the year last year you know i mean was preseason all aac and has not really played up to that unless she just wants to and she did the other night dude i'm telling you she was amazing but uh ecu women's basketball 14 and 8 7 and 4 in the american uh ecu baseball they open their 2024 schedule with a three-game set versus Ryder this weekend, uh, 4 o'clock on Friday, 2 o'clock on Saturday, 1 o'clock on Sunday at Clark LeClaire. And again, uh, it to this point, it's our most listened to uh, broadcast uh, on SoundCloud in uh, 2024, my interview with him yesterday. That's awesome. It, it, what's neat is I'll put it on the uh, ECU baseball uh, yeah, fan Yeah, I saw thing. that. I saw that. I yeah. saw that. Dude, in the hey, – I'm saluting uh, the ECU baseball fans, man. They I'm go challenge, and they I'm going to challenge it. my down east folks to uh, unseed that today. Where when we get uh, when we get East Carteret and the Mariners yep. on here, so uh, well, I can tell you, Greg Clemens is definitely listening. He's already messaged me. What did he say here? He said, uh, 
in all caps, Mighty Mighty Mariners, let's go uh, with six O's and go. That's okay. him. That's him. I love it. I love it. Uh, oh, I'm just now seeing this picture. You sent me of Lily Grace. Yes, yeah, that's uh, that's our tradition. We've been doing it since she was, I think, either kindergarten or transition at Parrot. So, it's, oh uh, man, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. Dude, we she's a cutie patootie, man. Add to it today. Yes, she's sir. such a cutie yes, patootie. Sir. Okay, uh, man, I've got to tell you about. I, we talked about it a little bit before we went live, but ECU softball right now is seven and zero. Oh. They've wow. not lost it. Yeah. They, wow. in fact, and yesterday was their first home game. I had the honor of being on the, on the mic, on the PA mic for that game. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking to, uh, Katie, who is, uh, and I, and I, golly, I can't remember her last name because she just got married. It used to be, uh, Katie Pleasant and I'm trying, and I've still got a Katie Pleasant here on my phone. Anyway, uh, she's the one that runs media stuff for uh, softball or runs what I do and dude down down two to nothing early, then uh, two to one, then four to one going into the bottom of the seventh. And I'm like, I'm not going to get to do any because, dude, they were 0 and 5 in games I did last year. Woo! Exactly. Mm. And they had a pretty good season last year. They did not win a game that I was at last year. And here we are. They're 6 and 0 going in yesterday. They're down four to one going in the bottom of the seventh. I did the little, she sits beside me. I did a little side eye and I'm like, I'm not going to be invited back to do any more games. Am I? She said, nope. <laughs> no, nah, she was very nice, but uh, I could understand if they didn't. Okay. Anyway, long story short, score four runs in the bottom of the seventh win five to four, including the, the final head on a walk-off double uh, bases loaded double that cleared the bases and won the game and a big celebration on the field last night. And, and uh, broke and broke the bad juju for Brian Hanks. The Brian Hanks curse is officially tell over. Tell him what I'm doing. Pumping that fist. <laughs> I'm pumping my fist because I will be welcome back. But uh, but seven and zero, the ECU softball team. And listen, look at the ECU softball schedule. And I'm not just saying this to you, Mike Martin. I'm saying this to our listeners. There's no admission. They don't charge admission to go to ECU softball games. This is a team, like I said, seven and zero right now, all weekend long. Uh, they're hosting, I believe it's the, the Pirate Invitational or whatever it is that they call it. So they're going to be games starting Friday all weekend long. Like three games on Friday, four games on Saturday, two or maybe three games on Sunday. Now, of course, the Pirates aren't playing all that. They've got other teams right, coming right, in from right, around right, the country right. playing in it. But you could watch a team is probably going to be pretty close to being nationally ranked when uh, the rankings come out. Uh, but, man, the Pirates, they, they – it's a good time to be a female pirate right now. The soccer team uh, had an amazing season back in the fall. The basketball team coming off last year's, like you said, NCAA yeah, uh, yeah. tournament bid on the verge of per perhaps doing that again this year. And then uh, the softball team that is 7-0. Have you ever been to a game there at their softball field? I have not. I'm not. I hear it's great. Beautiful facility, dude. They got, I mean, look. Uh, and, and well, this is your alma mater dollars going yeah, to this, you know. But you know, I I think that when you look at facilities wise at, at East Carolina, I I think that we've finally reached a point where we're competitive with the rest of the schools in the state. I mean, um, yeah, you know, when you look at in totality, yeah. You know, okay, I'm going to back you up here. The football stadium, I think, is I mean, is as good as anything in this right. state, other yeah. than uh, in Charlotte for yeah, well, uh, I mean, you know but, for the Carolina Panthers, but, but college co collegiately, yeah. yeah. Who would you put, uh, dude? This is a fun little uh, mind exercise here, Mike. 
I would say nothing, and I know Danny Rice is cringing what I'm getting ready to say, but uh, Appalachian State has a great facility, dude. It may not be as big. It's not as big as yeah. uh, as uh, Dowdy Ficklin, but it is, and just the history and the national championships they've won and everything. And I, I think, thought I'd put Appalachian ahead of them. I, I honestly think that, and our Carolina folks out there will be kind of disgusted when I say this, but when they closed in the end of Keenan, I think it lost some of its ambiance because I, I've been at games in the fall where the leaves are falling and they're they're blowing in through that. I mean, and that's a cool that's cool yeah. imagery right there. I mean, yeah. obviously the blue zone and what they put in there at Keenan it is um serving its uh <laughs> Financial uh... serving its its <laughs> boosters well, but you know, it, the, I I think that Keenan lost some of its charm when they closed that in. Uh, and I agree, but I'm talking about just the total game experience, the stadium itself, the fans, the tailgating, the success of the program too. In the state of North Carolina, I would put Appalachian one. In my opinion, this is my opinion, truly mine. I want to see what yours is, but Appalachian one. You'd have to put state up there. I don't know if it. I don't well, know if it's better than ECU, but I would say it's on par with ECU. No doubt. Opinion. And what state does so well? And you and you mentioned tailgating. I mean, you get you can leave at halftime, go out to your tailgate, yeah. and you know that's a pretty, um, you know, it, it's a pretty edgy thing to do in today's society with the way things get from time to time with people and uh consuming and sporting and, well, and, and the but beauty of it is too the parking lot is right it's right there yeah that's what it takes away from carolina for me is dude you've got a hike when you're at carolina whether you're going to a basketball game whether you're going to uh what is the name of that crappy stadium at carolina i can't remember the football stadium. Why am I? Keenan. Keenan. Yeah. Ugh. It just come on. <laughs> now my Carolina people are going to be upset, but whatever, man. But when you got to walk, you know, two miles or a mile and a half or whatever it is, and I know I'm exaggerating, dude, it, that takes away from the ambiance. Well, dude, there's not a lot of tailgating at Carolina. I, 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 Chris Humphrey, tell me I'm wrong. I, okay. I, look, I tell, I tell people all the time and, and look, I'm a, I, I was, Born and raised a Carolina fan. I went to East Carolina. My allegiance is with the Pirates when they face the Tar Heels, but when they're not against each other, <sighs> I root for the Tar Heels. Well, um, that's the reason I, I guess but, my point is Carolina is not on par with ECU well, when it comes to the football experience. So, so, here, so here's what I always say. Okay. You can tell that the things that were built in Chapel Hill were built by bureaucrats and the things that were built in Raleigh were built by engineers because – when you leave an NC State sporting event, you make two turns and you're on 40 heading out of town. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, – Well, Jason Bryant jumps in here and he says – and I can even hear his voice saying this too. I love Jason so much, man, but I can hear his voice saying this. Plenty of tailgating at Carolina. But then I just message him back. And then you get to walk two miles to the stadium. Well, <laughs> look, hey, and, and as I have – imbibed as much as any <laughs> imbibed? Well, went, what does that mean I'm, I'm, well, i don't those that know no um i went to the first thursday night game at chapel hill when they played florida state and um <laughs> we uh 
we effectually re- were referring to them because the the heels were leading most of that game, and then Florida State comes back and win it, and we were were referring to them affectionately as the Blue Angels when we were walking back t- <laughs> to the tailgate. But um, Mears Pitt, Tarboro, North Carolina, uh, legend. We were sitting together, and the guy sitting next to us, he was wearing. <laughs> He was wearing jeans that were so tight. I told Mears, I said, if that button comes off, it will go straight through the person sitting in front of him. <laughs> That's awesome. Greg but, Clemens jumps in. I know this is going to shock you. Uh, you know, he's big, one of the biggest Wolfies. You know, he said his opinion, or this is what he said, my opinion, Carter Finley is number one, not even close. I, I, not better than Appalachian. And nothing against NC well, State, but what, like I said, I'm talking about the total experience, Mike Martin. NC State's got the best public address announcer, our guy, Travis They do. Quinn. They do. The voice Kinston's own, of, Travis uh, Well, yes. I mean, the Mother Earth man. Yep. And, um, Where's he from originally? Goldsboro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Travis is a great guy. Yeah, great yeah. Guy. Um, but I'm talking total game experience and the championships and everything else. Listen, Wolfpack fans, not you, Mr. Clemens, so don't think I'm taking a shot at you. Well, Wolfie fan, fans, they can be a little uh, a little fair-weathery sometimes. You don't see that at uh, you don't see that at Appalachia. That's the reason I got App 1. I've got NC State 2, but it's close. Uh, ECU, before this season, I probably would have said would be 3. And maybe they still are 3. They probably are 3 because I'm thinking uh, well, this other, season Duke. I mean, I mean, there's not a great football tradition at Duke. At Wake Forest, there's really not. Charlotte's building one. Elon, help me here with uh, – and then you go HBCUs. Uh, but that that's in a category all unto it itself because be, yeah. that experience, the HBCU experience, is otherworldly. Yeah. I mean, the band and the – Have you they, been to a Fable State game? I, I have not. I've not. Dude, I've been to a Fable State game. I've been to an Elizabeth City State game. Uh, I've never – I've not been to a Winston-Salem State. I need to see a football Central. game there. So I've not been to a Central game or an A&T game either. Yeah. I need to. But uh, I know at Fable State, it was a blast. Yeah, I mean, they bring it. They yeah. bring it. But, you know, I mean, but we're very fortunate. But, I mean, and the way this conversation got started is I, I do feel like the facilities, when you look at uh, Dowdy Ficklin, Minji's Coliseum, Clark LeClaire yeah. Stadium, you talked about the softball facilities. I feel like they're fairly competitive Particularly when you take it into the consideration that, I mean, we are viewed at East Carolina. The stepchild. The, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, for whatever we get in Greenville, you know, those other institutions have to receive well, that. And Jason's laughing at us. He said, I'm laughing out loud in my car. Y'all started this conversation about how good ECU facilities were, and we just ranked them number four in football. But we started in football. Basketball, I mean, that is what it is. Although I do, I love the basketball facility. Yeah, it I is mean, what it is yeah. for ECU, uh, but it wouldn't be top five in the state, I don't think. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, when you got Carolina and Duke and uh, even Wake Forest, I love where they play. But yeah, it's uh, funny because uh, yesterday at our men's Bible study, we were talking about Cameron because uh, Nathan Perry went this past weekend, took Jason McKnight this past weekend to Cameron to see them play Boston College, I think maybe. And yeah, he's like, it It reminds me a lot of the gym at Kinston High. 
Okay. Like, I mean, a, 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 you're talking about Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. A larger version. Yeah. And I mean, but but what they do there, yeah. You know, but if we're going to talk about facilities alone, you know, it, this is this is probably. This probably needs to be an entire hour. One we Wednesday can do this because we're. But but I do want to. Forrest Dawson, John Dawson's dad, yeah, chimes yeah. in. He says that he's very true here. He says if you donate enough, you get very close to any sporting event in Chapel Hill, and he is right about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, no doubt about it. Uh, no doubt I about guarantee it, you, those uh, what are the? They're not uh, Iron Devils. What do they call them at Rams Club? Rams, Rams Club, Club yeah. at Carolina. Yeah. You donate enough to the Rams Club, you're not going to be parking two miles away for uh, football games, right? Yeah, but you got to out donate someone else. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it, it, it's not that, that you know they don't keep building new parking lots there. Yeah. I mean, and that gets back to the. I mean, it's it's so landlocked. Yeah, that campus is so landlocked, yeah. and you know this is that's also I think really one of the great things about the the universities that we're, that we're speaking of with the exception of nc state um you know all these facilities are on their campus dude let me tell you something dukes is we were talking about carolina being hard walk to enlist now here's the thing i covered duke football for a while so i had the media pass the media parking pass where you park right i mean inside you actually speaking, park inside speaking the of stadium. media pass wink wink wink, wink u.s <laughs> open yes i know i need to get put that in for us but uh, but Dukes is worse than Carolina unless you have a media pass, unless you're an Iron Duke or whatever, dude. I'm telling you, man. Now when I talk, I'm exaggerating a little bit when I talk about Carolina having to walk two miles. It's really about a mile, mile and a quarter, yeah. probably. Duke, it is literally. If you park in those parking decks uh, at Duke, you are walking two miles to get to the football game. Right, and yet, but I, I think that. Um, but I do think that. When your facilities are How part did, of your this campus. wasn't even on our list of stuff no, to talk and we about, had, and we and we even talked about the things we need to talk about. So <laughs> we probably should get to those. We do. You know what? Let, let's put that. Maybe that's a summertime thing. Is I we will rank, and you'll come in. You'll do your homework. I'll do my homework. We'll come in and we'll rank everybody in North Carolina. Uh, the, we'll have the consensus when you look at football, baseball, basketball, softball, soccer. What other major sport? Lacrosse, I guess, so, because Carolina's won a lot of lacrosse championships, too. Uh, I, I guess this all started, like Jason Bryant said, this all started. The softball facility at ECU is as good as anything in the state of North Carolina. Nice. I nice. mean, it is. Nice. A video scoreboard. Uh, wow. I mean, the field. Dude, it's February. Yesterday was February 13th. That grass is as green and as lush and as beautiful as any golf course that you play, dude. That's I'm awesome. not joking. Awesome. I was very impressed with that. So, anyway. <laughs> Golly, man, we've got no ACC basketball scores, mm. man. I guess I've probably in the back of my head I've been putting stuff off for this. Mm. Well, first off, the good news. The good news. Carolina went to Syracuse last night and got beat 86-79. to 79. I know Greg Clemens is happy about that as I am and giddy as I am too. <sighs> the bad news, those God-fearing Cavahoos of the University of Virginia with, a, with the nation's longest home winning streak. No more, Mike Martin. No more. They lose 74-63 to 63 to Pitt. Pit. To Pitt. The Pitts. To Pittsburgh. It is the, the Pitts. You're absolutely right. And Virginia, I put this on Twitter last night or on X or whatever you want to call it. I'm uh, trying to transfer over to X because that's what the name of it is. But anyway, dude, it is so hard being a Virginia fan. 
Mike, let me tell you something, dude. Being a Virginia fan is, yes, we've got 2019, and I'm grateful for that, but I'm as disgusted with this football, with this basketball team. Well, I've been disgusted with football for a couple of years, but I'm as disgusted with this basketball team right now as I have been in a long, long time. I have been riding that 2019 national championship, and, you know, when I get down in Virginia, doesn't make it to the NCAA tournament, I can sit in my man cave and look at the national championship banner and, you know, and, and be happy and looking at all that stuff and just remember – Remember the good times, you know, last night was as low as I've been since the national championship, Mike. I mean, just here, you know, what went into last night's game with a 19 and five record, all five of the losses, nothing closer than, uh, than 16 points in their five losses. Okay. Seriously. Mm -hmm. And that's why they couldn't get back in the top, uh, 25. They went eight in a row. They've got the they've got the nation's longest winning streak at home. And then what do they do? They pooped the bed last night against Pittsburgh, dude. And I am just that was their opportunity to uh, to tie the Tar Heels at the top of the uh, rankings in the ACC. Um, yeah, the dude. Tar Heels. The Tar Heels have lost. Well, yeah, nobody cares about Virginia here. Let's talk nah, about the you're Tar right. Heels, right. <laughs> dude. Didn't need to be nah. cruel about it, um, but. but but no. talk about the Tar Heels game last night, which I watched uh, pretty much the the second half of the second half last night. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, Syracuse just shot the lights out. I mean, I think they were 65% from the field in the first half. I think they finished over 60% for the game. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's three consecutive losses on Tuesday night's for the Tar Heels. You uh, and I were talking on the phone, and you brought that up before the game even yeah, started. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, Georgia Tech, Clemson, and um, Syracuse, the three losses in the conference for the Tar Heels this year. And They, they need to quit scheduling Tuesday games, man. Well, and look, it goes beyond that. I think that might have been their sixth loss. Yep, they're 19-6 and six right and now. Four of their six losses were on, or have been on Tuesdays. Wow. Dude, that is crazy. Yeah. How concerned are you? And you are you're a Carolina guy, I and that's so why I can ask you I this. Am. How concerned are you with Baycott? Because, dude, watching him in the second half, and somebody put this up on Twitter. I wish I knew who it was so I could give him credit right now. But if somebody, maybe it was B.J. Davis. Uh, I think maybe it was B.J. Davis. But he, uh, the gist of it was, this supposed leader of the Tar Heels stands out there and just has no emotion and just and so, but he does. I mean, yeah, dude, no, I, I'm no. not even a Carolina yeah. fan, and I watch him and dude, he just shrugs his shoulders. I mean, he gets a foul called on him, he shrugs his shoulders. They're down, they're trying to rally back. You want to see your leader of your team trying to fire up the guys on the team, dude? He just it looks like he he plays like a pro, and I don't mean that in a good way. No. He plays like a yeah. pro in the sense that. It's just, it's just a, a job. It's not even a game. Thank you. That's what I was looking job. for. It's a yeah. job to him. It's not a, it's not passion or anything. And, and you know, but we say that, and then in the Duke game, I mean, he played tremendously, and um, he did. You know, I just oh, the don't... ACC runs through him, Mike Martin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I tell you what runs through me when I think about him. No, uh, look, yeah, it, it, I, I, but I do think this. I I think that you'll start to see this. Among, minute, I'm starting to picture this as you. No, no, go uh, ahead. Go. Yeah, I think you're starting to see that. And, and we've said this about professional athletes. You know, there's no way to anticipate 
what their work ethic will be once they get paid. Yeah. And, you know, make no bones about it. I mean, I feel fairly confident saying Baycott probably, you know, through his NIL money is half a million dollars a year yeah. or in excess of that. And and look, good on him because and, – and, but I have said all season long, had he played with a guy like Harrison Ingram – for four years or ever how many years it's been now. Well, this is um, the first year. Yeah. Right. But had he played with Harrison Ingram more years, he would have had all the double-doubles he has because Harrison Ingram, in my opinion, uh, is maybe the best player on that team. I mean, R.J. Davis is the leading scorer, but you talk about a guy that does so much for a team. I mean, Harrison Ingram is a – Where did he come from? He Stanford, Stanford. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and look, the uh, the team GPA in Chapel Hill went up considerably this year <laughs> because you get Pax and Wojak from Brown, um, can, uh, Cor- uh, Cormac Ryan from Notre Dame, and then you get Harrison Ingram from Stanford. It's like, you know, if we don't win, you know, we can launch we'll a have the space most shuttle. Academic All Americans, right? Yeah. But well, um, it, it's how concerned are you with Baycott? Or I yeah I'm not because I do okay. think I I do think that this is a very good basketball team in Chapel Hill. Um, there is a ton of talent on that team, um, and I feel like they they play with so much more heart that that team did last year. You know, if it, last year's team, I feel like had they played a team that was shooting sixty some percent for the game, they would have get gotten the brake speed off of them um you know it's a you know a, a single possession game against georgia tech single possession game against clemson and you know less than 10 points last night against syracuse so um yeah those are games that could have easily gone either way i mean you know if you get Filipowski foul calls like Duke did against Clemson and they win. Kidding. Sorry, oh. Scotty Boo. I gotta <laughs> gotta gotta throw one at you. But um But yeah, they just gotta get off that Tuesday night. Gotta get off that Tuesday You're night. Right. Uh tonight's games in the ACC. Well, I guess I should have gave you the rest of the scores from last night in the ACC. Uh Boston College beats Louisville eighty nine to seventy seven and then Virginia Tech. Ugh. Beats Florida State last night, eighty-three to seventy-five. Hey, let me tell you some exciting games in the uh, NF in the NFL in the ACC tonight. And I'm being very sarcastic when I say that. Notre Dame is at home against Georgia Tech. That's an eight and sixteen Notre Dame team against a ten and fourteen Georgia Tech team. Hey, tickets are as low as six dollars to get into Purcell Pav- Pavilion wow. for that game tonight. Wait a minute. It gets worse. Miami is at Cle- uh, Clemson tonight. Two pretty good teams. Two teams in the upper half of the ACC. 15 and 9 Miami, 6 and 7 in the ACC. Clemson is 16 and 7 overall. 6 and 6 in the ACC. And tickets are as low as $3 to get into Little John Coliseum tonight, mm. dude. Mm. Clemson, not really well known. Although it's a good, I've covered several games there, not in the last 20 years, but when I was with the Gaston Gazette. Yeah. I mean, Little John Coliseum used to be a pretty good facility. I can't imagine. Again, three dollars. Mm. It'll cost you more to park than it will to go to the game tonight in uh, Clemson. So there you go. There's that. Goodness gracious! You want to uh, text uh, JJ and tell him we're ten minutes out? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, now I appreciate that because I want to. Uh, the Hurricanes last night they lost at Dallas. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes four to two. They gave up two goals in the third period and uh, they fall to thirty seventeen and five. 
They're now six points behind Jacques Passelag's New York Rangers. In the Metropolitan Division, they're fourth in the Eastern Conference. Oh, that uh, game's coming up, isn't it? Rangers, uh, yeah. Canes. You going with us? Dude, I would love to. I okay. would love to. Uh, yeah, I think it's on a Tuesday, March. I don't know why March 12th is in my head, so probably like uh, four weeks from last night. Oh, no, I thought it was before that. I thought it was the end of February. I thought I'll tell it was you like what, why don't you? 28th. <laughs> I love that. Uh, not only are you my co-host here on Wednesdays, you book the guests on Wednesdays too. A lot of times, now you're you're doing research for me too. I love it. Thank you, Mike. I, I appreciate Linda, it. Linda, the producer, step it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. <coughs> sorry, they're at Arizona Friday at nine, and then at Vegas Saturday at ten thirty. Then they start a, a three-game homestand Tuesday. Yeah, let me know when that uh, Rangers game is. I thought it was in March though. But hey, high school basketball last night. Uh, Northland or Kenston was off north and north south north you heard it right here on uh bet on the bull.com at 9 60 a.m i thought it's somewhere in my head i thought it was march 12th it, that's a tuesday right it is oh hold up hold up <laughs> continue okay uh well uh jacques Passleg and i are going dude that'd be awesome if you want we gotta get keith spence to go with us too that would be a front a fun oh force. gracious uh, i love that dude hey if you need a uh hurricanes jersey to wear man let me know man i've only got like 20 so uh, uh, yeah i'll even let you pick out which one you want to wear are okay? they are they plus sized Dude, look at me. What do you think, man? Yes, they're plus size. They're all two X's, okay? So Word. There you go. Tuesday, it is. It is what I thought. So, four weeks from last night, Jacques Passeleg and I and maybe Mike Martin. we got to get Keith Spence to go with us. That'll be a, that'll be a fun crew. That'd be awesome. Uh, that'd maybe be we'll awesome. get Jacques to drive that big old SUV, man, that I rode with him up to earlier this year. And uh, we can have a little drinky drink in, but I got to do the show the next morning, so I can't get too yeah, drinky you drink. you and I would be doing the show together. That's right. The Wednesday morning, the next morning. Or man. we could record. <laughs> no, 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 it won't be as much fun. <laughs> Tell you what, we probably need to have him on the show that next No, day. I was going to say we could record in the car with the four of us going up. <laughs> How many bleeps do you think, dude? We Lord, I, Lord. Exactly. Hey, North and North, South North last night, right here on BetOnTheBull.com. Uh, it was a good game until half time is 29 25 north and north led until halftime then uh the hawks went on to win 75 to 58 uh the north north boys improved 8 and 14 overall they're now 4 and 7 in the east central 2a the south north boys fall to 4 and 18 overall they uh, have wrapped up their regular season uh their next games will be in the east central 2a tournament next week uh north and north girls uh won last night they improved to nine and 13 overall five and six with win over south and north who fell to seven and 14 overall three and nine in league play uh and then north north plays at kinston on thursday we'll do more of a preview of that tomorrow or when i say thursday i mean tomorrow uh hoping to have perry tindall and chris bradshaw here on the show to preview uh, both those games tomorrow night. Uh, Bethel, uh, they are uh, awaiting the Conference of State Tourney information. Green Central had senior night versus Farmville Central last night. The uh, Rams lost uh, 94-66, to but the girls won. Green Central girls won 54-53. to The Green Central boys are now 11-13 overall. They're 6-6 six six in the Eastern Plains. Uh, the girls are now 8-16 overall. They're 5-7 in league play. And next up for them... Eastern Plains 2A tournament next week. Aiden Grifton uh, didn't play last night. They're at Washington on Friday night. Uh, Jones Sr., they are off uh, until uh, the girls play Thursday night against Pamlico, and then the boys play against Pontown Northside in the Coastal 
uh, Plains 1A, 2A tournament uh, next week. Goodness gracious, we're at the end of the hour. Tell you what, we'll use the first two or three minutes uh, just catching people up on Hometown Heroes. What do you think? Uh, we really need to hit that. Uh, we had, uh, what, uh, man, a big game last night for Winston-Salem State for Isaac Parsons, Jeremy Dixon, and Amaji Dodd, who I will be seeing this weekend. I'm excited about that. But a big win for them at home last night against their arch rival, uh, Fable State Broncos. So we'll talk about that as we start our second hour. But want to thank again Mike Martin here for joining me in the first hour. He's going to be with me here in the second hour. We're also going to be joined by J.J. Smith and Daniel Griffey. Uh, J.J. Smith with the uh, Carteret County News Times. Daniel Griffey, the head basketball coach at East Carteret. That'll happen here in the second hour of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs> 